monetary system. Tapa, the Tapoloka planetary system. Satya, the Satya Loka planetary system. Nivasina, the inhabitants. Vayam, we. Shata, hairs on the shoulder. Shika Uduta, sustained by the tip of the hair. Shiva, auspicious. Ambu, water. Bindubi, by the particles. Vermijamana, we are thus sprinkled. We are thus sprinkled by Brisham, highly, Isha, O Supreme Lord, Babita, purified. O Supreme Lord, undoubtedly, we are inhabitants of the most pious planets, the Jana, Tapas, and Satyalokas. But still, we have been purified by the drops of water sprinkled from your shoulder hairs by the shaking of your body. Purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada. Ordinarily, the body of a hog is considered impure, but one should not consider that the hog incarnation assumed by the Lord is also impure. The form of the Lord <coughs> is the personified Vedas and is transcendental. The inhabitants of the Jana, Tapas and Satyalokas are the most pious persons in the material world. But because those planets are situated in the material world, there are so many material impurities there also. Therefore, when the drops of water from the tips of the Lord's shoulder hairs were sprinkled upon the bodies of the inhabitants of the higher planets, they felt purified. The Ganges water is pure because of its emanating from the toe of the Lord, and there is no difference between the water emanating from the toe and that from the tips of the hair on the shoulder of Lord Bore. They are both absolute and transcendental. Trinadapi sunichena toradiva sahishnuna amanina manadena kirtaniya sadahari harinama 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 eva kivalam kalo nastyeva 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 gatiranyata. So in the last line of the verse, the word Isha, O Supreme Lord. So Srimad Bhagavatam is the narration about God and his devotees. We don't just study God alone. We also study the devotees of the Lord. Today is the Govardhan Puja Remembrance Day. And that pastime clearly demonstrates a very powerful verse in the Bhagavad Gita. 
कौनते आ प्रति जाना ही ना मैं भक्त प्रणस्य थी Krishna had Arjuna declare it boldly my devotee is never vanquished in the past time and we should always remember these are not stories people like to read harry potter and so many different stories and sometimes people think oh these bhagavatam they're just stories no these are histories histories these events actually took place yasadev is not going to waste his time writing some fiction some clever novel no keep in mind also the srimad bhagavatam was his final masterpiece after writing the uh vedanta sutra which is extremely scholarly you have to know sanskrit you have to know the upanishads of which there are 108 you have to be so qualified as a brahmana to understand vedanta sutra and narada because vyasadev that one day woke up despondent and asked his spiritual master please find out the root cause of my despondency vyasadev uh, vyasadev pretty much knew but that is an, another significant point as soon as there is a doubt in one spiritual life one must go to the spiritual master for clarification we have three things to help us in our spiritual life at all times three things we have our spiritual master we have the vedic scriptures of which two of the most important we study every day bhagavad gita srimad bhagavatam even the great impersonalist shankaracharya in his gita mahatmyam said this bhagavad gita is enough it is the quintessence of everything and we also have this srimad bhagavatam narada muni told vyasadev now you can pile srimad bhagavatam and that will do good for the massive people the sages of naimishiranya they asked sutra goswami six questions the most important question at the end where will the people of kali yuga go for shelter because this kali yuga is so bad do i have to point it out anybody who watches the news day by day that that verse by shukadev kalar doshan ide rajan it's an ocean of bad things and every day the the headlines gets worse and worse just when you think you've read the worst then tomorrow what oh my god my wife wakes up every morning she says have they blown up the world yet that's how freaked out she is she's expecting in any moment so 
people in Kali Yuga, they will get light. So Sutta Goswami's uh, answer to the sages was, Srimad Bhagavatam is the light. That's where people will go for shelter. Prabhupada dedicated his life to producing this Srimad Bhagavatam. And Prabhupada, we, you could say, was clairvoyant. Because 1969, 1970, he figured out, I may not live long enough to finish Bhagavatam. So what did he do? He gave us Krishna book so that we would at least have that most important 10th canto. 90 chapters. Those 90 chapters is a complete understanding of another verse of Bhagavad Gita. Janma karma chame divyam evam yoveti tatvata chakva dehang punar janma naiti mameti sorjuna. So, Krishna says, well, this is one of the most uplifting verses in Gita. Simply you understand in truth, factually, Krishna's birth and activities, you're going back to Godhead. So, Krishna's birth and activities, 10th canto, Krishna book. It's all there. Read that book, you will become a lover of Krishna. So that verse, Kontiya Pratijanaime Bhakta Pranasyati. Indra became very much angry at the residence of Vrindavan for not doing the annual puja worship of him. Indra was thinking, I am king of heaven. And these residents of Vrindavan, they are neglecting me. And then Indra blasphemed Krishna. Blasphemed him. Over-talkative child. What nonsense. You cannot, the word today, Isha. You cannot call Isha an over-talkative child. That means he was completely overtaken by pride. We have this expression. I don't know if it's elsewhere, but definitely in America. Pride comes before the fall. Do they have that in Europe? It's not British. It is a British. Oh, it's from the Bible. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's universal. <laughs> Very good. Pride comes before the fall. So Indra thought, I will decimate Vrindavan. They're going to neglect me for this Krishna. I will destroy them. And the clouds that he called, because one of Indra's name, Megavan, he controls the possessor of, of the clouds. He didn't just send ordinary clouds. The clouds of destruction. Sangbartaka. The clouds, I mean the raindrops from the clouds, they were as thick as pillars. And also lightning, hail, 
blistering winds. It was very unusual. But what do we see? The cows and the residents of Vrindavan, what do they do? Immediately take shelter of Krishna. That is the sign of a devotee. The materialist, he'll immediately take shelter of some material remedy. But in this case, there is no material remedy. What are the residents of Vrindavan, what are the cows going to do against raindrops the size of columns? What are they going to do? Dropadi. She was holding on to her sari or cloth, whatever the case may be. And then with one hand crying out. But then she realized, look at this Dushashan. He has the strength of 10,000 elephants. What, how am I going to protect myself? She threw up two hands. Hey, Govinda. So the cows immediately took shelter of Krishna. The residents of Vrindavan immediately took shelter of Krishna. And Krishna's name, Bhakta Vatsal. He reciprocates. He likes to take care of his devotees. Name Bhakta Pranasiti. Indra is not going to destroy the residents of Vrindavan, as we say, not on my watch. As long as Krishna is there, there will be protection. So Krishna lifted Govardhan Hill effortlessly, holding it up just with his little pinky. Therefore, he is Isha, the Supreme Lord. In uh, the purport, Prabhupada was pointing out the omnipotency of the Lord. He is the he is the personified Vedas. Uh, there is no difference between the water emanating from the toe. They are both absolute and transcendental. So the seven-year-old boy Krishna, he's not a seven-year-old boy. He is Isha, the Supreme Lord, all-powerful. There's nothing he can't do. If I think that there's something God cannot do, then that means I don't understand this word God. Prabhupada was once challenged. So, can God make a mountain so heavy he can't lift it? Typical demoniac devil side scripture. They try to see if they can trip you up. Prabhupada immediately said, yes, he can make a mountain so heavy he can't lift. But then in the next instance, he expands and lifts it. <laughs> that is our understanding of God, Isha, the Supreme Lord. Nothing he cannot do. So the residents of Vrindavan take full shelter of Krishna for seven days, seven nights, Krishna lifted the hill. And not that Krishna was struggling, uh, or K. Balaram, take over. <laughs> no. Effortlessly, the description is there. 
A child will pluck a mushroom. How difficult is it for even a child to pluck a mushroom? So that's how easy it was for Krishna. Only one time did the mountain slip because Krishna glanced over at Radha, Radha Rani. He got a little distracted. <laughs> Shows you how powerful is Srimati Radharani. She can distract. Therefore, her name is Madanda Mohan Mohani. Normally, Krishna is Ajita, unconquerable. But not when it comes to Radharani. She is more powerful. But that power is not because she works out in the gym. No. Her power is love. This, this concept of love of God, to me, is one of the most important things that keeps me going. That Lord Chaitanya is teaching as primary principle. The goal of life is love of God. This concept, I love this concept. And by reading Prabhupada's books, it cleared up so many doubts I had. Because from a young age, I was looking for my soulmate. I was looking for love. But I was frustrated. I can't get no satisfaction. Help! I tried Dina. No. Michelle. Linda, where did that love take me? Took me to the point of uh, almost suicide. That's how crazy this so-called material love is. It drives you crazy. I was on my bed thinking, I know, what's the point? What's the point? And my brother had been in New York City on the subway. And by Krishna's arrangement, he had gotten a book on the subway. So when my eldest brother saw me on the bed, he tossed the book on my bed. And there it was, beyond birth and death. Snap out of it. Snap out of it. Jeev Jago, Jeev Jago, Gora Chandra Bole. Obviously, I had my lap on the witch called Maya. And she was digging in, digging in. But Prabhupada's books, so Prabhupada nailed it. This loving propensity is natural for you. It's not that we deny that Loving propensity. Some, some religious movements or uh, philosophies, they deny that loving. Uh, they say it's, it's illusion. No, the loving propensity is real. The problem is, where am I reposing it? That's the issue. And Prabhupada was making it very clear in so many of his books. You repose that 
dormant loving propensity in Krishna. That is what is going to solve not just my problems or your problems, the whole world's problems. The world is on fire. The world is becoming more and more confrontational. We see it every day. The materialistic fever is increasing, increasing and increasing. Everybody's on edge. People are just last night. Another guy went into a bar and shot up 12 people in California. What's going on? People don't know where to find real love. That is our job. We are actually meant to save this world from hell. Because it's definitely going to hell. I don't know about you. I watch the news every day. Keep abreast of what's going on. And I'm thinking there's only one thing I can do. Somehow I have to preach Krishna consciousness just to save the world from going to hell. If Prabhupada had never come, I don't even think we would have a world left. I think we would have already blown us up. So we are the, we are the hope. We are the chance. So in some way, somehow, even a little bit of preaching, of love of God can save this world. Don't underestimate what your little, every little thing you can do to preach love of God. You never know, it might save somebody. Save myself. What's that? Save myself. Yes, of course. We save ourselves and simultaneously we save others. Yes. Not just ourselves. First, yes. Charity begins at home. That is true. And simultaneously, whatever little bit I have, I might be able to help someone else. There are sincere devotees everywhere. Otherwise, where did we all come from? So Krishna held up Govardhan Hill. And then when Indra realized that he had become defeated, he came to his senses. He realized it. Took seven days. Of course, his, his time calculation is different. Because one year on earth is one day in the heavenly planets. So his time calculation is different. So you can do anyone who is a math person. 52 weeks out of the year, so like that. So for Indra, wasn't long, but for us, seven days, seven nights. But he realized, so he told the clouds, all right, desist. The water receded. Krishna said, it's now safe to go. 
put the hill back in its place. And then after that, nice chapter in Krishna book. The cowherd men and some of the cowherd boys, they approach Nanda Maharaj. Your son, he's so wonderful. And then they reviewed some of the events. How Krishna killed the cart demon, Trinavarta, a Bakasura. So the cowherd boys and the cowherd men had seen several incidents where this boy of theirs, one of their own, their village boy, this is something amazing. So then Nanda Maharaj explained, yes, when Gargamuni came to do the name-giving ceremony, he told me that my son, practically speaking, he is Narayan, or he's uh, some kind of expansion or incarnation of Narayan, and that I should take care of <coughs> this, my son, very carefully. And uh, residents of Vrindavan, they were thinking, perhaps he's some demigod. Even Prabhupada mentions that in one of his recordings. The, the residents of Vrindavan were thinking, maybe he's some kind of demigod. All they know is, they love Krishna. So love of Krishna, what does Lord Chaitanya teach us? Love of Krishna is already there. It's natural to you. That's why we can give Krishna consciousness to anyone, everyone, because we're not just another Hindu religion. We should never think that. We are giving people the absolute truth. Just like the sun in the sky. It's not Chinese sun or Indian sun or Trump's sun. The sun is independent. It's for everybody. So we're, we are not sectarian. What we are teaching, Krishna consciousness, is the real Catholic, the word Catholic, universal. We are real Catholics because we are presenting the universal truth and the essence of that universal truth. What is that? Love of God. And you, you, you have an eternal relationship with Krishna. In the beginning, they were telling Prabhupada, we should call it International Society for God Consciousness. We don't want to offend anybody. Prabhupada said, no, it must be Krishna Consciousness. He said, Krishna is scientific. So we should not be shy or hesitant. We should preach Krishna consciousness. You know, you read 
your God brother's Vyas Puja offering. That, what you did, blew my mind. I'll tell you why. Because this morning, I was thinking about some nonsense preaching that's going on. And what you read, it was like, oh my God. It was as if Krishna and Prabhupada were speaking through you to me. It was scary. That's but the, the this movement is scary because it's so real, it's so powerful. So every one of us has a relationship of service with Krishna. It's already there. Just as the sun and the sun ray, they exist simultaneously. But at the same time, the sun ray is dependent on the sun, but their existence is simultaneous. Similarly, when I was six, seven-year-old boy in Our Lady of Loretto Catholic School, and first period was always religion class. And we had a book, it was a blue book, Baltimore Catechism. And one of the first mantras, one of the first aphorisms, right? God always existed. And then when you come to this Krishna consciousness, and the same goes for you. You, I love that. I always existed. Hallelujah. <laughs> and therefore, Prabhupada's philosophy is we've always had a relationship of service with Krishna. It's not something new. It's already there. What's the problem? I forgot. And therefore, you'll see so many places revive revive that that word appears so many times means it's already there it's being revived or a person gets amnesia and they do so many things to bring him out of his amnesia state person goes into a very serious situation and doesn't even recognize his wife or his kids but by certain processes little by little he starts to recognize so that's our position chanting why do we chant 16 rounds why do we come to the temple it's all a matter of we coming out of the amnesia forgetting that we have this eternal loving relationship with Krishna and when it is once again fully revealed look at Gornitai that's how you'll feel because <sighs> you'll know you'll know your relationship with Krishna just in my own personal life took many many years maybe more than 20 to actually understand 
I have a relationship with my wife. <laughs> and I'm at the stage now where I very much appreciate our relationship. We went through so many different things, yes. But just to, I wake up in the morning and I'm just glad to have her as my partner. It's just great. Now just think when that day comes when you will know factually your relationship with... I can't wait. That's why we chant with urgency. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama. It's all why we chanting. It's going to be revealed what is your relationship with Krishna. It'll blow your mind. Let's have some discussion. Yes, Prabhu. Something about the residents of Vrindavan. They're absorbing yoga bias and they don't really understand Krishna other than just the person they love. Yes. And then when Nanda Maharaj went to take bath too early in Jamuna, he was arrested by a servant of Varuna. They took him to Varuna. And then Krishna and Balaram jumped in the river and went to get him. And then Nanda Maharaj saw Varuna offering obeisances to Krishna and receiving him respectfully. <laughs> And he was amazed, and when he got back, he was telling the other cowherd residents that, yeah, there was this, this beautiful demigod, and when he saw Krishna, he was bowing down to Krishna. And they were all like, wow, who is Krishna? I said, maybe he's God, and then what's going to happen to us after we die, you know? Where are we going to go? Because Krishna, we've got Krishna. We heard that from the Yamani. <laughs> Yes, but then, like you said, yoga maya. And then in the next instant, they forget that and that love just overtakes them. That, that's another concept, that love. They're seeing so many things, but then, like there's that one quote from Nanda Maharaj. I think he's talking to Uddhava. Uddhava, you say Krishna's this, this, this that. He's my son. And if he does wrong, I have to chastise him. So that love in the, and the Dhammadarashtakam prayer, same thing. He doesn't care. He just wants, I want this vision of Balagopal. That's all I want. I don't care about Vaikuntha. I don't care about Moksha. I don't care about anything. I just want this vision this beautiful, that's all I want out of life. Me, all I want is prashad. <laughs> I joined this movement to be happy. But he's on a different platform. He just wants to always have this feeling of this Balagopa. More discussion. Mm, I have a question. Yes. You mentioned some uh, nonsense preaching going on. Um, could you elaborate a little no, bit? I'm not going there. <laughs> Privately, we'll discuss. Okay, I wanted you to warn us also. No, 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 no. no. We can be well armed. With it. nah, nah, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. I come here to get purified. And we got the answer this morning. 
Nice and loud and clear. <laughs> loud and clear. Sandamani Mata, anything you want to chime in, add? I just want to say I appreciate you, because you are alive. <laughs> I mean, you are alive, and I don't fall asleep in your class. <laughs> <laughs> At least I'm good for something. <laughs> no, because uh, I'm always wondering, what, what is he going to say next? <laughs> it's going to be something enlightening and wild and true. <laughs> I'm surprised. That's what when you hear uh, people like Nand Kumar or Shamsundar, you never knew when you went in that room what Prabhupada was going to say to do. It was always like amazing. <laughs> so you've sort of imbibed that spontaneous Krishna uh, consciousness. You know, I, I have come to the understanding that. And I'm not saying I am, but my opinion is if I want to be a potent preacher, I have to listen to Prabhupada because he is the one. Now, every day I listen to a few hours of Prabhupada singing. I have every recording of Prabhupada on my phone. And so throughout the day, I'm just listening to Prabhupada singing because that's how I want to eventually sound. I want to sing like Prabhupada. I don't want to sing like some professional Indian singer. This is how I want to sound. When I first joined the temple on traveling Sankirtan, we would play Prabhupada cassettes and I remember I wasn't even initiated and I remember we went out traveling Sankirtan and I was thinking wait Prabhupada sings just like Dylan and Lennon he's just crying out he's he's you know you we've all heard so many Indian singers right very like but Prabhupada doesn't sing like that He's crying out to Krishna. Krishna Kirtana God. It's just, that's Prabhupada. One time, one Iskan Sanyasi, we did a program together. And he was, it was to an Indian audience. So he was saying, no, you're saying it all now. It's Hare Ra. And then he said, and it's not Hare Krishna. And I can't even say, he was, it's Hare Krishna. And I was thinking, I got so agitated. I didn't say anything. So during Prashad, because I had my loud, you know, I had my sound system, I played Prabhupada's first Kirtan record. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. I just had to clear the air like, <laughs> hey, I, I don't know about what you're saying, but Prabhupada is saying Rama and not Ramo. And he's saying Krishna. I'll stick with that. Anything else? It's nine o'clock. Any mistakes? 
And I, did I offend anybody? <laughs> Thank you very much. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. No, and I'm not going to tell you his name either. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. That's not the point. The names will be withheld. Yes. Haribo.